0: begins or well, it doesn't begin to Moshe, Leich yosafta Ezekne Yisro. This is the beginning of Shemois, rather. And he says, uh, you know, tell them, I'm going to take the Yidna out of Mitzrayim, and um, I'm going to bring them to Eretz Yisro. So before Shem asks, why is he telling this to Klal Yisro, I'm going to take you to Eretz Yisro? Like, the Yidna is going to say... Just get us out of Eretz Forget about, Eretz, you know, forget about going Eretz Find the same thing. He, he, then Hashem says to Moshe, "I'm going to uh, So the Gemara itself says that uh, the Rebbeinu says to Moshe, "Daber so Why daber no? Because the Gemara says you're going to tell the person, you're going out of jail tomorrow, and we're going to give you money. So he says, Tumachatati, let me out today, and don't give you any money, right? Give me, let's get me out of here. So, what are you giving him? This whole I'll tell you is you're going to get rich and you're going to ask for money, and all of that. And Now, in the beginning of our parsha over here, so Moshe Taka goes to Paro, and Paro says, going to make the work harder, and so uh, Moshe complains, so the parsha opens up, Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, um, it gives him a whole to complain that um I'm going to now the salty is khametz walkhti is melom ve yeso lkevi tatkin ya shem etc they see is khamel ortish in associate with right they just complain things are getting worse you just came you told us to take it us out You went to pileo things got worse so hashem comes back and says i want to take it there to Israel Look how to just take us out of its right what's the so um one more question. The author from Kelm asks a question. Moisha comes to the B'nai Yisrael. And he performs all these oises. And finally they believe in him. And then they go to Paro. The Medrash tells us that when the that took place when Moshe went to Pirus. reservoir, there were I don't know how many doors that went at the Pirus Palace, and every door was protected by lions and tigers and bears. And the you know, they had to feed the animals to let somebody go through the doors without killing them, because the animals would eat the guy alive. So it was Yamam and Moshe and Aaron come, and the the animals just followed them in like pussy cats. And they walked before Paro and they looked like Malachim and their eyes looked like sun and the the, the, mamish, the, the, the the voice that they spoke was like fire coming out of their mouths. It was mamish, uh, And everybody bowed down to them. Paro is uh, Paro terrible. And Morals, uh, finally he says, okay, come, you know, he, he comes out with a starker decree. They're going to make the work harder. So all of a sudden, Claudius Yisroel uh, doesn't believe anymore. The fake altars and kill them. Why didn't they do this first and then go to Bene and They would have gone to Paro first and Paro would have did this miracles that happened in Paro's uh, palace. And then they would have come to Bene and say, see, we are, you know, we're going to take you out and see what happened in Paro's palace. We walked in, the animals followed us like, uh, yeah, well, see Nisan. Why did they do that first? So, um, Terence is that it says after they they came to Klausos as the Akar Bol The Akhar looked out from Kalmits after they believed in Moish and Ara they were able to go to Paro. You need to say, without Claudisel's Amuna, they had no Koyah in Paro's palace. Nothing would have happened. It was the Amuna of Claudisol in their leaders that gave them the Koyah to be able to be Poyo thuakodoshborhu the Nisan nice that took place. But it had to come with Klay Sozamu. That was a prerequisite. Maybe that's what it is, or you, you, you there's a there's a gather of tnu oisle like him. We give koyatakodishporch. That's uh if you mime in a kudishborhu, so you empower a Kodashborhu Kabiyochul, right? Like the there's a the Gemara brings, a, the Zoya, I think, gives a marshal of a tan was learning by a well, And all of a sudden, a shade came and said, You should know, I've been living in this neighborhood for a long time. I never harmed anybody. But tomorrow, there's another shade coming, and he's dangerous. We're going to fight it out. So he said, So what should I do? He says, Get the whole town down here. And when you start to see the water bubbling, you know we're fighting. And everyone has to bang on pots and pans and scream, Dida Notzach. And so, um, this is, the course, a home team advantage, right? And so, you're uh, going to scream, Dida Notzach, <laughs> and, and I'll be able to win. That's what they did. And then he came and said, yeah, you, I was victorious. They said, you see that, was the shot, You empower people because you believe in them, right? You believe in somebody, you give them the kaya, right? You believe in the rabbi love he doesn't need you to believe in him to get the kaya, but that's why Kodesh wants it to work, that he wants to, because you believe in me, I'm going to be much So one of the tenoyim for the geula was that there had to be a moon in that Kodesh Baruch Hu. And so uh, this is what it took to, for Moshe Rabbeinu, and the whole you saw of yetzius mitzrayim Was not only to develop our amunah, but through our amunah we were zaychut to Yitzias Mitzrayim. So the emphasis, the same thing is true with the Geulah Asida, To the extent to which we are maimen in in the Geulah HaSida, obviously we are maimen in Geulah Asida, I mean, but we go through Pesach after Pesach we say Loshon Habodi Shalayim, yet it doesn't come, and we still. We don't give up. You go to every chasna and, uh, you break the glass. And uh, now it becomes a whole concert already after we break the glass. You know, we, we, we do all these things. We're, we're saying it, and nobody finishes a speech without saying, you know, somehow Mashiach is going to come, and come. We're living with Mashiach. We're not Mashiach living it, right? And that's a knife, for the ge'ula. Why is it taking so long? It's a like, but The, the Mysa, Klal Yisrael, is, is mamin, and that's the, 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 the siba to bring the ge'ula. And so, um, but this is a little shtickle deeper. I want I to uh, share with you something. I heard this from a drusha from Rabbi Leif in, in Muncie. But I want to be mocked in, with not negate. But the, the Parsha, the beginning of this week's Parsha, it, it gives the whole tzibu to Moshe Rabbeinu to go to Paro. And, and then it starts off and it says. Roche so Then it goes into the whole family tree, and it says Ruven Shimon, Levi. Talks about Levi, and that's it. Doesn't go on by. Day. So Zog of why? Are you, what's this doing over here? So he says a fascinating thing. He says you're about to read the greatest story that ever took place, right? It actually, became a motion picture, right? You know, you're you're, you're, you're reading about the ten plagues, Kriya's Yamsuf. Martin Torah, right? This is the most unbelievable chain of events that ever happened in the history of the world. And you're going to read about these people, Moshe and Aaron. You'll think he says like somebody else who showed up one day without his yichus, and people thought he was the son of God, right? So you're going to think Moshe and Aaron are also godly. They're God. Of them, zechutayr. You should know that Moshe and are regular, normal people, right? They had cousins. They had uncles, brothers and sisters and cousins, normal people like anybody else, right? They were chosen because Shevet Levi, for whatever reason, was was miyuchid. And uh, he wants to say that Shevet Levi was chosen because it was Shevet Levi on which Leia said, Ata That brought the Sholem bias between... Yaakov and, and Leah, and they raised children that were able to reflect that, and that brought a Moshe into the world. upon them we have to know these were normal people. They were great people, but they had cousins, they had brothers, they had sisters, they had uncles and aunts, regular people like me and you, but they became great people, and they're the ones who brought the group. That's one shot. Al Kholponim, when it says right before that, Hashem commanded them, al Yisrael. So there's a Yushalmi that says, <clears throat> What's the Pshat? What did he command them? Al Command them to teach them that one day you're gonna have slaves and remember <clears throat> to send them away. Right? Lent uh, Yisroel, so why did they go to Galus? Because they weren't mechaim shiluach avotim properly. I call upon so he commands them on shiluach avotim. So you can ask a question again. Moisha's going to go to Klal Yisroel, and they're slaves in Eretz and he says, by the way, Raboysa, one day you're gonna have slaves and you're gonna send them away after seven years or by and they're gonna say, send us away now, and about what's gonna be with them What's he what's he giving them this whole stickle tail over here? You find the same thing, same question. It goes through the whole you wanna know why they who these people were, so you wanna go through the Herschel's shot. We have to know they were normal people, they had children. Then it says, Aaron took a the daughter of Aminodov the sister of Nachshu, as a wife. etc. Rashi says, From here, you learn if You're getting married. Check the Schwager. Right, you want to make sure the brother-in-law is a mensch, because you know that that somehow is very telling about the girl you're going out with. Okay, so Shaila is there. What is, what is the Torah telling this now? Right, We're in the middle of the drama of Yitzchus uh, and you want to tell me the Yichas of Moshe now because they're the key players, but what do you got to go right there? That nah, Aaron got married, who he got married to, why he took this woman, and who his children were, and then all all <coughs> way down to Pinchas later on. What's going on over here? What do you need to hold? That's, why is that necessary over here? So, the terence is that it's not enough. Obviously, you have to believe in the Ullah. But Moshe is telling Claudius Yisroel, in order to leave Mitzrayim, you have to be living the Ge'uma. You have to, in your own way, feel a sense that I am I'm legal, I'm not in golus. I'm, I'm beyond this. I'm removed from this. This is not who I am. I'm not defining myself by being a slave. I'm a free person. I'm a great person. I'm not subject to what's going on. In order to be freed, you have to lift yourself above it be able to pull yourself away from it. So he tells them, you have to think out of the Golas. You have to think, one day I'm going to have slaves. I'm going to be the one who's the balabas, and I'm going to be treating them differently than I was treated. I'm going to send them away. I'm going to live what the Torah says to me. But there's a day that I'm going to have a slave, and I'm going to free him. You have to live beyond that. Take yourself above it. Same thing, persons in Gullis, and and thinking I'm going to get married... And I'm going to have a wife, and I'm going to check her brother. And Puklach uh, Nachshem Ben Ami was the one who had to be and I Hashem to drop into the Yamsuf. And because of that, there was a pinchos that came out of it, right? So he says you have to live with that idea. Right? A person has to. Otherwise, you're, you're, in, you're in the gullets, and you can't pull yourself out. You have to bring yourself out of it. In the gullets, you have to lift yourself above it. This was the tvarim, that Vorer that is a miser in the concentration camps. There was a, a, not sure if it was one of the great rabbis or just a, a, a very chash the yid. There was another yid, it was Mamish, to and he wanted to kill himself. And he was, you know, Nebuch, whatever was going on. And he says to, this yid goes over to him, and he says, I have a shidduch for you. the mamlish Mamish, and the guy says, up with the shidduch. Get me something to eat. <laughs> I need a I need a breadcrumb. That's all I need. A little crust, potato peel. Get me some. No, no. I got a shit. I'm telling you, I got a shit for you. I mean, you know, as soon as I can, I'm going to call Mrs. Berkowitz, and she's going to read the shit off. Right. <laughs> but uh, so it was, uh, anyway, he kept hacking and hacking and hacking, and the guy survived. And he said, what kept him alive was he had the, the belief he was getting married to this woman. Dema right? the says there was no such a woman. The guy was just making up the story to give this guy Chias. he Eventually, he did get married and he had children. But he survived. He says this kept me alive. I had this vision of leaving the camp and being married. Right? You know, nice with Rabbi he met, uh, Rabbi Cutler, the meis with Rav Aaron. We met the Aaron Kotler, the of Rocha. He used to live in Borough Park. In the early and so. He, would, he was in the street, he, was, he beat this yid who was a Holocaust survivor, you know, he lost whatever it was. And he was a a yid, and the baron would always stop and give him chizuk and talk to him and be him One day he sees the guy is really tzbrochem, right? you know, whatever he says. is in. So he says to my uncle, I know that one day you're going to get married. I know you're getting married soon, and you're going to have a girl, and I'm going to dance by the chasna." And the guy lit up. And the Yamash turns him around. And Kachab, the guy, got married. And he had a daughter. And she was 20 years old. And she was getting married. And Aaron was already nifter. In the middle of the chasna, all of a sudden, the a commotion. that he walks from Schneer. And he goes into the center and he grabs the father. And he says, my father, before he was nifter, again, you a when your daughter gets married, you have to go to the chastel and take his place and dance with him. But he gave him the chias. Don't live, you're wallowing in the Holocaust. You got, to, you got to take yourself out of it, get married, have it. You're going to have the children. You're going to, so the, 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 the tachlis is that in our lives, that's what we have to do. You have to lift yourself, you have to live with the gu'umba. Yagan Kalinsky tells a Mysa when he was in Siberia. He would sometimes wake up at three o'clock in the morning. For I and mean, there was a Polish prisoner there. They weren't all Jewish. There was a, and um, he would uh, he, he would get up in the middle of the night and he would take a uniform. From, he was hiding under his pillow and he would dress up as a general and he would do all the motions of a general leading his troops and he would quickly take it off and hide it again. So one day, Reb goes over to me and says. Kaputted. what's going on with you? What are you doing every night? So He didn't want to tell them at first. He kept them. He said, they want to take away who I am. They want to make me a slave. I'm a general. And one day I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to be a general in the army again. I'm going to lead troops. That's who I am. They're trying to destroy me. Right? But I'm still a general. I'm not going to... That musik is a way it has to live. You have to live with the... Ooh. The women in the Mitzrayim want to have children. Right? The men said, are you crazy? Right? Uh, you, know, you have kids, they're going to be Jews in the Nile. of uh, What do you want to have children that gonna be thrown to the river? So uh, the women said, we want to be mommies, not mommies. We want to have children. Right? So the women, says in the Medrash, they would go and give birth under the apple trees. So it says, under the apple tree Klai was born that's what they gave birth they gave birth under the apple trees So, as I was saying the apple is a period of it starts growing before it has its leaves what is, why is it doing that? most trees wait for the leaves to grow before they start growing the fruits because they need the protection that the leaves offer the fruit while it's still growing the apple tree, Microya says a I shit a fanish can site. People need apples for all sorts of purposes. <coughs> I don't have time. I have to grow apples. So last the apple tree, with apples apple was side with the rain, with the hell, with the sleep, with the snow. He says the Abishta will protect me. The women said the same thing. What's gonna be with Pago? The is gonna protect me. We're gonna have children. They were living in, in a gu'uladikamatsu. In in Maybe hey, she's going to take care of us. I'm not living in Mitzray and wallowing in the Sheba. Then, I'm going to have children. That, there's nothing to talk about. Isn't that shot? It's a of it, it could be. be. it's about the future. So if you can focus on the future. If you focus on it, but you have to live it. To live it. There's a Risa <clears> with, um, with Pesach Krohn tells it in one of his books, that there was a, a family... In Sweden, one of the countries there that was, that was taken to the concentration camps it was Sweden. I'm not sure. It was Holland, Holland. So um, there was a family they called Levenberg. It was a woman, Rosa Levenberg, and she had a baby daughter, Yocheved, and she was able to give Yocheved to a Gaisha family to save her over there. And the lady who she hired to find the family, she didn't hire, but she had a friend. And she asked this woman, uh, Bertha Van Hoff, this lady's name was, she asked her to find a family that would take care of Yecheved, but to make a condition, to try at least, that if after the war, family comes back alive, they should give her back. So Kahava, Rosa Levenberg and everybody else was killed, but there was an aunt and uncle that survived. And they find out about this from Yecheved, and they manage to get her back. So Yechebed finds herself in Eretz stroll She's older, in seminary, whatever it is. She meets a lady, and um, the lady comes over to her and says, you must be the daughter of Rosa Levenberg. She says, how do you know? She says, because you look exactly like your mother. I knew your mother. <clears throat> and, and she says to her, you must be wondering, why is your name Yechebed? She says, I'm not of wondering, because no, no, I don't know, have anybody else in my family with that name. She says, let me tell you why your name Yechebed. She says, before the war, doing when Hitler rose to power, there was a lot of talk by Jewish women that they're not going to have children. Why no, have children, so Hitler can kill them? But I wrote an article. She was I. I wrote an editorial for this Jewish newspaper in Holland that when the Yidden, when Mitzrayim and Amram and Yochaveg remarried to have children, they brought in Moshe Rabbeinu, who was the she and Chelisrael. We can't give up. We, we have to have children. We can't worry about Hitler. So your mother wrote me a letter saying that she appreciates the the article because she's she's pregnant and people are like giving her a hard time. But she says, "If they read the article, if I have a child, if it's a boy, I'll name him Amram, if it's a girl, I'll name her Yochefet." And you are that you have. This was a girl that was born by your mother who wanted to transcend the tsuras of the time and say, I'm not I'm I'm living in a different world. I'm living with that I'm transcending that world. That's the that's the aside. In, in in one of the concentration camps, the Bluch of Rebel was able to make matzos Somehow or other they got permission, one of the one of the Nazi officers gave him rishos to make matzahs, and they, at the end he, did, he stopped them, but they were able to have a few matzahs. There was only enough for a, a certain amount of individuals to have. So the Blushman Rebbe initially said only the men were, at Chiev, I can eat the matzah. I made mean, the woman the Chiev too, but he said the men would. So there was a woman over there, she had two young children, her name was Bronia, and she said Rebbe, who's going to be the next leaders of Qalai Yisrael? The children. We have to live for the future. Make the seder for the children. Give the children the matzah. The Blue was masking. he gave the seder. And uh, this woman Brunya, became his second wife, and her two chum, two sons that she was fighting for are now the Blue Rabbis. Right? And so, and what did he say by the seder? By the seder, he said to the children, "Avodim hoyinu." What are the Roshay tables of the word "avodim"? Not, the, but you take the letters I and B. ben Yishai Avducho Nishichecho. That's the Rashi takes So he gave these children the understanding that in the darkest and maimish in Gehenna, we're going to live for the future. We're going to live for a different. So every person in his own life. Like Hashem says, come back to me, I will redeem you. Whatever your matzah is, you have to transcend what you perceive to be your limitations and your matzah and say, I'm, you have a challenge, you want to be a, a bigger balkhesev, I am a balchesed. And Now, I am that person and now I'm going to live that way. You have to. You have to take yourself out of whatever it is and project yourself to where you want to be. Right? You know, people. I, I, I can't. I don't daf, I'm so stark. I'm not such a. You got to do it. You know, just do it. Don't don't look at yourself. What, what do you want? Live it. Don't don't just. like will help you. Right. You have to. You have to decide what you're like. Uh, Meir Shapiro's famous word that he says that when, when Avram said, He said, "Count the stars." So. Nehemiah Shapiro says, Avram starts counting stars. That's not shy to count the stars. There's black holes and everything. But so, Kodesh says to Avram, Ko you're trying to do the impossible, but you're trying to do it. Ko your children will not be defined by their limitations, but by their dreams, right? What you dream of being is what you will become, right? You will only be what you dream of being. You don't dream they can't come, your dream can't come true so that's what we have to be. We have to be those kind of people like i, I was thinking it says in the Mishnah that you base right. So what does that mean? You should, every time there's a chacham in town, invite him to your house. Not everybody can do that. You say, this our house is a base of and we sit by our supper table, and we're chacham, and it's a base of where I talk to my kids at a higher level, I'm on a higher level, I talk to my wife at a higher level. My house is a base of a That's you, you, you have to define yourself as a greater person, and through that, you become that kind of a person. I mean, that's the, that's, that would be silly to... To greatness is to, to live the reality of what your dreams are don't just wait and wait and wait but just define yourself by the vision you have of yourself and then live that reality right uh, t- turn that your animate your dream and make it come true that's that's the thing the way a person can live his life and that was I said this many times that the, the given word by my Sinai so it says over there that the So then it says by by So the of order. first it said and then they came to the Sinai the So Mishmuel says that in Rafidim, it was roughly a day They were not in a good matter. Yet they knew there's supposed to be a Maimon HaSinai coming up. So they look at themselves and they say, well, how are we going to get there? What's going to be? Right? How are we going to get to Maimon Arsine in this bad you know, We just put a molek on ourselves and we fought with Akadosh and now we're going to Maimon Arsine. And then they said, no, we're going to see ourselves by mind my sin. We're going to see ourselves. So first it says, that they came to live in their mind. They projected themselves to Arsini. They projected the image to themselves that we're great people. We're standing by the sinai. We're not the door that botched it up in Rafidim. And then by Yisru may then they were able to leave the doldrums of Rafidim and become great people. And sometimes we see ourselves with our faults and you can't define yourself by your faults. Don't define yourself by your failures. Define yourself by your vision of who you want to be. And that brings out greatness. Shreya. <coughs> okay, I'm a <very> non-related question. glass <laughs> <laughs>